This is VC Projects Podcast. And today my guest is Aya Mitali. Aya is a vocalist, composer, improviser, and performer. Her favorite things are microphones and mirrors. She likes to crochet melody with noise and is constantly listening out for music within the chaos around her. Um, in El Nido, uh, our place in Hollywood, I recently featured Aya's, um, a playlist of her compositions um, during the current exhibition, um, Eki by Francesco Torri and Linda Zembolin. And I'm going to continue to um, feature Aya's work and what she does. And I'm just uh, so honored to interview her and, and speak to her today. I am in, in Hollywood here and she is in, she is um, from Cairo, but she is currently in um, just outside of Beirut. Thank mm -hmm. you for joining me, Aya. Thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure. Oh, I'm, I'm so thrilled to, to meet you and listen to your art, your sound. Um, I know that you have a rich history in singing um, being brought up in, in Egypt and particularly in Cairo, and you also do movement and dance. But uh, I'm really focused on your sound art. And we just kind of had a little discussion where you asked me, what is your description of sound art? Um, I won't go into that, but I want to back up a little bit when you say your favorite things are microphones and mirrors. How does a woman like yourself <laughs> make such a statement growing up in Cairo. Tell me about this. Uh, but I think I think it's because of, not despite of. <laughs> uh, growing up in Cairo was, um, the thing, okay, so how I see um, microphones and mirrors, it's um, a mirror is obvious. I mean, you look in the mirror to look at yourself and, and kind of, um, look maybe further than because just seeing or recognizing the the, the physicality of, of the self for me is also a way to go beyond that mm -hmm. and so it's not just uh, it's not just looking in the mirror you know looking uh, um, in the mirror looking using the mirror to look into myself in a way like I look at myself, looking back at myself in the mirror. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a loop I cannot explain. And and a microphone is, is also equally, because if I'm using a microphone, and um, I amplify my voice, I also the equivalent of look at myself but the auditory equivalent of look at my like I, I listen to my voice because also my voice is um for me it's a it's an identity it's something that I'm still getting to to know even yeah. up to this moment so the microphone helps me uh look into or listen into uh myself in a way if it makes any sense beautiful and the thing about growing up in Cairo is that it's very difficult to or you're not I was not given a um, 
a, a chance to to like you're being fed some things in a way as we were discussing earlier that that you don't really get the chance to to think for yourself or 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 you know self reflect but or it's not like it's not uh, it's not something that i've taught that sorry that i've been taught in egypt and because of this because i wasn't taught how to self reflect and rather was taught that you know there are certain things that that are the way they are and etc because of this i i am now taking the time to un uh, learn everything and learn through mirrors and microphones and not in a literal sense and you know i mean learn through uh, knowing myself and not through you know the the outer um givens or or the, the outer uh, reality i'm exploring inwards more yeah that's so great it's so wonderful to hear that um especially coming from from egypt and from you know the rich history that you've grown up in it's it's huge um Let's let's talk about some of your compositions. I know you've performed um, in Europe and United States, and of course um, in Egypt and Lebanon and other places that I don't even know about. But um, but let's talk about maybe some of the pieces that I'm featuring. There's one. I mean, directly that. I can't even pronounce it, but you said the translation is "Don't be scared of me." Hmm. <laughs> tell tell me about that because that probably relates a little bit to the mirrors and the microphones. Um. So this piece, I remember actually, I started. It, it it happened, it came about when I was in Morocco mm. and I was doing something else. I was on a residency for something, for, for a, a theater piece. And um, I was putting on, it's, it's very funny because it's relevant. I was putting on um, headphones and uh, just recording. I like to sometimes um, open the microphone of the laptop and just listen. And there were uh, birds chirping. Mm -hmm. And this is like the chirping you hear in the beginning. And I started vocalizing things, like not uh, uh, not things that have any verbal meaning, but just started vo vocalizing a bit with the chirping birds and um, adding effects on the spot on, uh, on the computer. And this is the first part of the song. This is how it came about. Mm -hmm. And then um, what happened with this song was that um, a few, a couple of years later, maybe, I was asked to um, uh, 
there, there was a compilation being put together for uh, for the relief funds after the Beirut explosion. Mm -hmm. And I knew I had this recording, you know, of of uh, of the chirping birds and some vocalizations. I knew I had it somewhere and I just um, kind of revisited it and and took it from there and composed the rest of the song based on something that was so distant for me, you know, but it turned into something else into the um, at, at this like on the spot and the lyrics um i don't know if it's relevant but the lyrics is just me kind of um lullabying someone and telling them to go to sleep and just rest mm -hmm. and don't be scared mm -hmm. i don't know like i it wasn't something that i was like consciously writing you know it it just came out this way and i don't know if it's because i was maybe stressed that time and it was more of writing it to myself maybe i really don't know mm -hmm. uh, but some things like when i write lyrics really sometimes i the words just come out and i don't think about what they mean mm -hmm. until later maybe if i if i could make some sense out of it so now i'm trying with you to <laughs> to understand right right your your music your sound what you're doing the pc sent me splendor that is in progress um that you say that you're capturing you like to capture sort of the natural reverb of the space that you're at and i, I know you've gone into um other places in europe germany things like that um where you've captured the sound and then you've created sound and or captured the reverb, natural reverb, creative sound, and and sang, and um, it just brings me so much hope. I just there's just something so spiritual that just speaks um, to me that has no words. It's just an internal thing. It's just like a hope. Uh, a brilliance you know like i'm not alone you know we met via email and, and i'm just so grateful to meet you and know that you're out there creating this work and um, i'm just so proud of you and um it takes so much courage and um i'm just so grateful for your time and your willingness to explore your environment and yourself and all of your history and history and and just everything your conscious your subconscious and sharing it it's it's far deeper than just singing a melody or a chorus you know you bring me so much hope <laughs> for the future of our civilization <laughs> he's um splendor you know we, we can't share it because it's not complete mm. your other work saturnus also has that quality um i'd like you to maybe start with splendor and and kind of describe where you're going with that i mean what i just expressed is my reaction is there any way that you could describe it what you're 
doing and where you want to go with it and your interest in finding these old buildings or new buildings or locations for the reverb? Sure. Uh, so Splendor is the last track on, on the record I'm working on at the moment. It's like the closing. And um, I recorded it. Um, I was in a residency at Pax Zolverein. It's a, it's an old, um, uh, you know, coal uh, mining space. Oh in, wow! In Essen, in Germany, mm -hmm. and it's essentially a dance space. Like they have dance studios. Um, so there was no. It's not like I was sitting in a studio and recording. I was more of interacting with the space as a whole. Um, and the, the whole way of the building had very high ceilings and immense reverb, as you could hear in the recording. And I, I would only go to the residency space after everyone had left. Like I, I, I would go work 6 p.m. onwards uh, so that there's no one and you and set up in the in the hallway and just use like play with the reverb because because also this when when my voice is reverberated but not not like through um uh, effects when it's actual natural reverb it just you know when i was speaking earlier about the voice being something inside of me that i'm still getting to know and i just let it out and re it reverberates like that it turns into something that is even bigger than myself and I love doing that, just singing and then listening back, you know, to the to the tale of the reverb and and everything. So I wanted to capture that. I wanted to record that. Um, so what I did was record the, the the track, and then I played it back in the space. And I just sat and listened to it playing back. And I set up like a couple of microphones and recorded it being played back into the space with all this reverb. Um, and then I arranged it uh, uh, later and mixed like the dry signal with the signal with the reverb to create some sort of, uh, you know, uh, perspective. And that's how, that's how, that's how it came about and the lyrics say that i closed my eyes and i saw the light underneath my eyelids mm -hmm. and then it, it says that I, I i i still can't find the word in english but khazet in arabic when 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 you are told to shaitan and just um uh, like, I don't know, dodge the devil, like quieten the devil, like did this, um, I can't think of, a, of an equivalent in English, but it's a phrase that is used in, in Islam, no, no, just don't, don't, uh, don't let the devil overpower you or, or like, and it has something to do with um, uh, when 
when you uh, when you try to it's always the opposite the opposite of the, of this is is try to you know look into the the, the holiness inside you i will call it this big but in islam it's more of like you know ask god to to keep the devil away is more of but how i see it is just just like look internally and and try to get rid of the of the of the devil like seek the holiness rather than the Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, that's splendor and you also asked me about saturnus yeah saturnus oh, well i want to i want to preface that you're not necessarily a religious person you're sort of more spiritual than religious so when you talk about these things it's not like an effect from from your how you were brought up of course it is of course it is like the this whole album that that is still a work in progress even the title of the album it's it's a phrase from also like a uh a surah in the quran that has to do also with the devil and and because i'm very fascinated i've i've been brought up in a in a muslim household and i've been taught uh, the religion in school and the thing that maybe resonates with me the most at the moment is th there is this thing where where in the religion they they picture this devil or the you know the the demonic side as something outside of you okay something like the devil is an entity on its own you know and you can <laughs> And you can, uh, and and it's funny because always, when when you do something that is like morally wrong in the in the Quran, like that is something that is frowned upon, uh, they say that it's the devil like whispering into your ear to do it, as if you have absolutely nothing to do with that. And it's funny because at the end of the day, you know, um, I don't know the, the, how how the devil is uh portrayed in 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 islam as as um as uh i find it a bit ridiculous to be honest but, <laughs> but yeah but uh but yeah but but now i so so it fascinates me so i'm visiting revisiting all these uh you know teachings about uh what is holy and what is unholy and and what is this thing you know inside you or what is this thing like what what are these things because at the end of the day like how i see things now is that everything is inside of you regardless of what it is you know holy or unholy so i'm i'm looking at that and because i have these images of 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 a, a devil whispering or I I realize that this is me also in a way, so I'm tapping into that. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm having this conversation with myself, mm -hmm. with everything, yeah, with everything that is inside me through this album. Mm -hmm. And I'm revisiting all the um, all the information I was taught to be uh, you know um, unconditionally correct and unquestionable right yeah does it help leaving 
Egypt and coming to Lebanon? Does that help? Actually, yes, actually it does. Mm -hmm. It actually does because it's so sad you mentioned the, the history of Egypt. It's so sad because the history is so rich, you know, and, and spiritual. And um, if you look before, you know, uh, before religions took over, I'm also very intrigued with the pharaohs and how they saw the world and and everything. And it's so sad that on this very same land that everything, you know, took place like this, this immense civilization and immense um, uh, discoveries and, and spirituality and, and uh, honoring the woman and, uh, you know, the, the sacredness of, of sex, even um, on the very same land. Now, all of this is, I know, repressed and taken over by conservatism. Mm -hmm. which I find yeah which I find very sad and paradoxical like uh, I don't understand when when things went wrong but I couldn't I couldn't with Egypt anymore especially because I'm a woman and I'm a singer mm -hmm. and um, you know I didn't have a play like I didn't see myself I didn't feel like I had a place in this country mm -hmm. where it'd be accepted so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I left. I understand. I understand. Yeah, it it is a huge sad thing. Um, I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. Really, really am. I hope that one day it will rebirth itself, Egypt, and and be what it's supposed to be. Not. I was told recently that all these dark contracts, these dark forces are gonna be melted away, these dark contracts, and there'll be a revitalization of positive thought. So I'm hoping that's gonna be true. Um, but let's, let's, let's move on. I, I really appreciate you sharing all that and your honesty in that and I think it had to be said so people can understand where you're coming from um and why I'm so proud of you um mm -hmm. so much admiration and respect uh to to jump outside of that and go way deeper and question question everything that you've been taught um and told and to like explore that and you're young, so you still got plenty of time to, to, to experience your your own truth in your work, and you're doing it. So you're already on your way, I think. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, yeah. I, I'm nobody, but that's just what I see. But <laughs> you're you're everybody in a sense. <laughs> I'm nobody. I'm not. I'm not. You know. I'm not lecturing or anything. Let's talk about Saturnus. Saturnus. Mm. Let's talk about that. I know there was another person, um, Nadia Dow. Yeah, yeah. Um, she assisted you. That that piece is eighteen minutes long. Mm. I heard that piece and I was like, oh my gosh, I um so much, you know. Oh my 
gosh, my heart just opened up. My blood vessel, you know, everything, my arteries just opened. Um, to me, I don't know how you did this work when I see images of you on Instagram. You got all this electronic gear around you. You know, you have yourself, you're a beautiful woman, feminine. Um, and then you have all this electronic gear around you and microphones and cords and um, <laughs> PA systems and speakers. And it's all just this tangled up like snakes, you know, yeah. so back to this piece, it feels analog. It feels acoustic. I've seen, I've seen videos of you playing guitar um, on YouTube that I found and a really beautiful guitar, by the way. And, <laughs> um, gorgeous guitar. Uh, hollow body electric mm -hmm. guitar. Really cool. Um, you And you played that really nice. Um, so where does, you know, is this an analog? Is it an acoustic piece or is it electronic? Like, what is this, um, this work? And this this sound, this explosive sound of um, just the undercurrents, you know, the undercurrents of of our lives, you know, that just came mm -hmm. out of the floor and opened up and just rose above into the air and just filled the space with this expansion. Hmm. everybody's got to listen to this piece <laughs> <laughs> yeah i hope i hope everybody does <laughs> uh, sure saturnus was uh was part of um a series of recordings with different musicians um um curated by ruptured it's a record a record label in uh, lebanon and lumen project i think it's in based in sweden oh, okay. if i'm not mistaken and it's it was a collaboration and all the artists were from lebanon and nadia is also a musician and a very good friend um she's a singer as well um she plays the guitar too uh she's quite punk you know and uh and like uh, likes distortion and uh, and stuff so so it was the both of us both of us we were using voice she was using the guitar i was using a synthesizer and the 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 piece was meant to be a drone because these series of recordings are called the drone sessions. Mm -hmm. So each duo was supposed to uh, record a 15 minute drone. And because the both, of, both of us are singers, so we decided to use our voices to create a drone. And it was quite challenging because normally with singing, you want to you want to sing, you know, you want to, <laughs> you want to make vocal melodies, but it was very restrictive in the sense of we had to only hum one note all throughout the 18 minutes. Uh, it's quite a nice exercise. And then using the guitar and the synthesizer, both of us also, like there was a build up, um, also using this very same note, 
but we uh, it expanded at the, as you said like using the the, um, the instruments um so so i think um, it's a very special piece for me because because as we were, we were speaking earlier using the the voice as sound so we use it we use our voices just as a as another instrument to to have this one note sustained you know and then maybe add some effects but but most and mostly we weren't singing we were using our voices as a drone instrument how did how did it make you feel to do this work and where does the title come from um the title comes from uh, like the planet saturn okay because because even when we were when we were it was filmed and when we were recording this like we put on like very strange makeup like otherworldly makeup we put on like a, a heavy face of like you know drag uh, makeup kind of thing mm -hmm. so this whole piece for us was was uh, it was an otherworldly thing like for us to collaborate and do this and it felt like especially because there are no lyrics so so it felt very um, you know we wanted to call it something that that uh, reflects the place it's coming from or going to mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's where the name came from and where was it recorded was it recorded in a special building or no no it was recorded at tune fork studio it's oh, a okay. Studio. Okay. in studio in studio in in beirut and uh but just nadia had her amp and i think the amp was mic'd so that's why it does sound acoustic and also because there is voice mm -hmm. so so it's not it wasn't it wasn't an, an electronic piece there is only the synthesizer but everything else is is organic and and acoustic Mm -hmm. it's phenomenal it's it's on spotify um i'll i'll post all these pieces that we're talking about um in the description um another one of my favorite pieces that has a really interesting rhythm to begin with is um 100 leo which you said is 100 translates to night yeah yeah how do you say it again? Leo? Meet Lil. Lil, yeah. Lil. Okay, 100. It's like 100 nights. Yeah. What's that about? I mean, it starts out like so intense. Even even the album cover, again, it's on Spotify. I found it. Um, those are two pieces that you didn't even send me. You sent me some, like, you sent me Splendor, but I found those on, uh, I did a search and I found those on Spotify and that piece, even the the image of that piece, um, very conceptual image, shape, um, was quite fascinating. I'd love to learn more about this piece too. This one, um, so this one, I I had just bought a new drum synthesizer, mm -hmm. um, the Moog, the drummer from another mother, and. Um, I I'm I'm uh, quite into polyrhythms and and you know uh, a rhythmic kind of uh, like the rhythms that are not 
uh, that are not quite rhythmic in a way or, or that are broken or that are distorted. Um, so honestly, this one started because of the rhythm, because I had found this nice, uh, you know, playful uh, tribal drum rhythm that I could do on this drum synth. And, um, and then the lyrics came afterwards, like the, the melody came afterwards. Sometimes it's like this, sometimes it's the other way around. But for this one, I think the the rhythm was the was the hero of this song. Like it's it's what started it. Uh, and I just complied. I you know I sang and I wrote uh, lyrics for this machine. Mm -hmm. Wow. What do you think, um, I mean, this is like, I always ask this for artists and musicians, but they never know what to say. Um, but I can't help but ask it. What do you want the listener to get from your, like, I know you probably don't even think about your listener, but do you have any hope that they might capture some part of your work? I mean, there's there is a there's a golden thread that have run through the pieces that I've heard. There's another piece that I found also on Spotify. Um, I think it you say Laguerre, and you, you said, well, it's in Latin. Not sure mm -hmm. how to say it. Um, that one has more of your voice. It's more of a. Um, I think it's it's quite it's quite profound, but it's, it's different than the others. Um, mm. We could talk about that too, but there is a, there is a golden thread that runs through all your works and, and it, there's a presence there. Like sometimes in industrial sound or experimental music, avant-garde, there's, there's this absence to me, there's an absence a presence but for you but for your work for me there is certainly there is a presence and it's an organic presence even if you're 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 manipulating sound through synthesizers or whatnot there's still this earthly um feminine energy and i don't mean overly feminine but there's just this shape of nature that exists um and so that's that's there for me but what do you hope somebody might get out of what you're doing and and then let's talk about the last piece the gear before we we sign off um I think what what I would like the the listener to get is how I'm feeling because this is exactly why what I'm do why I'm doing this. I am mirroring, mirroring something mm -hmm. um, on the inside using my voice and machines and whatever I can get my hands on, mm -hmm. uh, trying to um, uh, you know. Uh, um, get get something across get the feeling that otherwise i'm not able to put into words um and this is the feeling that that i would like the listener to get sometimes
they get it sometimes they they get it but also in relation to themselves because they're receiving it and they're also you know there's their own feelings as well so it resonates differently but but this thing i'm getting across is is essentially what what i would like uh, to be received and i would say it's an emotion mostly mm -hmm. It's not an idea. It's not a concept. It's a, it's just an emotion. Okay. I think you're doing that. <laughs> oh, comfort into here. Sometimes the painter is not certain what they're painting is 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 being expressed to the viewer. Um, sometimes they have to revisit how they want to explain that idea to the viewer but i think you're doing what you're doing you know i think you have it for me i think you have it um that's really good just keep going so the last piece laguerre um what is what does it mean do you know and what is that piece about and there's more of your voice in that uh, it means uh, it's it's in Latin. It means to grieve or to mourn. Okay. Um, it was a it is a love song, a heartbreak song. Oh, okay. Which is where a lot of my music comes from. And I think the reason why it sounds a bit different than the others because um, it's still you know it's still uh, it's still me at the end of the day yeah but with less uh, experimentation mm -hmm. if if uh, if i may say because because i think with time i'm able to break more boundaries and i'm able to take more risks with my voice and distorting things and manipulating things like uh, at the earlier stages of writing music i wasn't really um, brave enough i wasn't really also, it has to do with knowledge because I'm learning to use machines with time and, uh, you know, opening my eyes and for 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 uh, other things than just like a melodic song. You know, I'm I'm with time. I learn to listen differently and therefore express differently. So it's just a matter of like chronology where I'm going with my experimentations and Luger, like it's a bit it's older and uh, it's a bit more timid mm -hmm. uh, but very sad nevertheless <laughs> mm -hmm. where does the well it's a beautiful song um where does the heart when you when you write something like this or you take something like this you say it's about love and it's a heartbreak. Does it heal you in a way to do this? I mean, is it is it healing? Or is it just like you have to do this and you're living with the heartbreak still, still getting used to it? Um, process. I think, I think it's good to express it. I, I, don't know if it heals me. I don't think it heals me, to be honest. 
uh, I don't think it heals me. It's more of um, uh, it's a relief, but mm -hmm. not, uh, but not, uh, but not, uh, you know, not a medicine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So in, in kind of in closing, I often ask this question too, for all of the, the young, young artists out there, young, so let's say 10 years old and up, like some people are just, you know, people are born, I feel people are born to be artists. It's in them, they can't just decide to take art lessons and cultivate it. I think, I think it's in there. I mean, I guess you can, but I think that, you know, artists are born and this mm -hmm. is something that they have to find within their purpose and maybe they'll end up doing something else, but it's in there and, and their calling will come and they'll have to explore it. So for, for in particular, all those young people in Cairo and and in the rest of the world as well, what what can you say like words of encouragement for them to listen to their inner voice and and harness find a medium even if they just take a stick and they're just you know taking the stick and and putting it in the dirt and drawing or just mm -hmm. walking out in nature and feel feel the need to just sing you know like from the very basics um can you share some encouragement um well, as i as i told you earlier i'm uh, you know i'm i'm not um i don't know i'm a, i'm a very uh, uh cynical and i even question if i am meant to be an artist sometimes but the thing is that I cannot do anything else. You know, I tried to do other things and I failed. So I guess my words would be if you're able to do something else, do it. But if you're unable to do something else, then you know that this is what you're meant to do and then just also do it. Um, because as you said, if, if, if being an artist is like something that is outside of you, then, then it's, it's not a choice. You don't need encouragement for that. Yeah. 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 It will possess you. Just let it possess you and, and go with it. Yeah, that's great. I love that word. Let it possess you. Excellent. Um not like the devil. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Um yeah, let it possess you and, and go with it, run with it. Um is that what you mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I don't mean the devil. I'm, I'm no, more no, no, no. Art. art, yeah, art, yeah, art for sure. Yeah. yeah, but it can also be possessed by a good spirit. No, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's not a shame. It's not a shameful thing. You know, I mean, I mean, you're doing this because you like you said you have to do it, whether whether you have money or not. I mean, you're figuring out a way as you left your country, 
Egypt, Cairo, to, to go somewhere else to express what you wanted to express. Not everybody has that means to do that liberty or able to do that, but it's driven you and you've been able to explore more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I really, I really honestly was not able to do anything else. I just, uh, um, yeah, I couldn't find it in me, so. But you do dance too, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. but it's, uh, you know, it's it's all, uh, it's all the same. Uh, it, it comes from the same river, you know, whether it be music or dance for me. The, the singing is, is also very bodily. It's very, it comes from within and you use the voice, you use the vocal cords. Uh, the 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 cavities in your body like like um you know you, you you want to get your voice from your stomach and then you can get it from your throat or your head you're using the body a lot so for me dancing and getting to know my body was also very very much related it's not a different um um it's not a different direction right right excellent Thank you so much for um, for spending the time to speak to me. Thanks a lot for having me. I really enjoyed the conversation. Oh, well, it's so meaningful. So um, you have an Instagram. Um, what is your Instagram? It's I am a Twelli, A-Y-A-M-E-T-W-A-L-L-I. Um, I found you on Spotify. I also found you on YouTube. Is there anywhere else people can Bandcamp? Is mm. there anywhere else people can find you? I'm. I have a Facebook page as well that I don't really use that much. Yeah, I'm <laughs> not. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, mostly the the music mm -hmm. is where you can find me. <laughs> Excellent. Um, okay, and I'm I'm gonna share these pieces the links to these pieces um, in the description, but we're, we're gonna continue to work together and um, we're gonna sign off, but, but stay on because we're recording this on Zoom um, and just a lot of gratitude and respect to you, Aya. Thank you so much for sharing um, your Thank life and your vision and your art. Thank you for listening. Aww. <laughs>